You put everything together, you know, as far as my mind, my body, my game. Um, you put everything in one bottle, this is probably the best I've been. Dream season, you know, to, to come in with this group, this amount of talent, this kind of chemistry, guys who work hard every day, who enjoy being in the gym, and to have this kind of success and to be in the finals uh, doesn't get much better. Irving back in the game on Curry. Curry drives to the basket, lays it. No, he missed it. Irving may have gotten a piece of it. And the Cavs call timeout. He blocked it like unbelievable recovery. Kyrie Irving pulled off his jersey and is limping in very significant pain back to the Cavaliers locker room. LeBron James with 42, make that 44 points, but not enough for the Cavaliers who could not find the range in the extra period. And despite another magnificent performance, Cleveland loses on the road, and their seven-game playoff winning streak comes to an end. LeBron James is on a mission. He's going to go insane. This is this is the back-against-the-wall thing I was talking about in the last episode. Instead of going down 0-2, now it's 0-1, and you've lost your point guard, the best point guard you've ever had in your career, you know, on your team, and he's out. Not for a game or two, he's out for the series. Your power forward is out. The stretch, the stretch four, Kevin Love. So it's all on you. James, settle for a three, and nails it! LeBron James from downtown, 34 points and a triple-double for LeBron James. What exactly did it take from you tonight? Everything. Total team effort. It's a very emotional win right here. Everything we've been going through for us to tough it out like this and be able to come back and uh, even a series is big time. James on the drive, the pull-up cover, side of the backboard. Here comes Curry the other way. Curry looking, knocked down, lost the ball. Donovan Dover dives, Lee dives on top of him. And a foul is called against Golden State. I think we were playing hard and we were into it, but there are no results to show for it and you can't really you know, get any spark. I think the uh, Cavs have no chance in the series. No chance. I Zero think the chance. Warriors are too much. No chance. I don't think the Cavs have any chance of beating the Warriors. I just think the Warriors are too good, man. I mean, you look at Andre Iguodala, they got too much of a deep roster, I think. The Cavs can't match it. There's Iguodala down the other end and throws it down. The kind of fast break opportunities that have been few and far between for Golden State. Really, the first time I can recall this series off of a made basket, a breakdown by the Cavs in transition. Villanova flips it up, shot short. Curry gets a running start. Got one man ahead of him. Goes past Jones. Nice speed to Thompson. And the lead back up to 10. Well, I said before, we didn't shoot the ball well. And uh, obviously, Golden State made some adjustments. They did a good job tonight. Got to give credit where credit is due. We're in a three-game series for the NBA Finals. We got to go back to the drawing board, go back to work, continue to believe in ourselves, play the best basketball we can and try to win this thing. Just like that, we got a best of three series, guys. A best of three series and, and what's probably one of the best, if not the best finals I've seen in my lifetime. That's how good this series is. Jam-packed show for you, of course. Welcome to Causeway Street. Sean is back. 
Hey. He's back from his East Coast uh, tour. How'd it all, go, Sean? All the way up and I'm down sure you got plenty of stories, so we'll get yeah. into that also. We, we, we have plenty of time for that. Always. Joel, always here. What up, what up, what up, what up? Never absence. He's, he's, got a, he's got a perfect record here at Cosmo What's that Street. supposed to mean? What the hell is that supposed to mean? It means we're always here, it's man. It's a oh. shot at you, bitch. Yes. Uh, my bad. Direct shot. Hey. Taking shots today. <laughs> I'm taking shots today, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped up. I was pumped up before the series even started. Wait, what kind but of But now, it's even... A little John it, you know, the, It's... Through the roof right now of excitement for this series, man. We got the best of three series now, all tied up. My original prediction was it's going to be two and two. You know, Golden State would win two at home. Cleveland would win two. They split both of those games. So either way, it's a it's a two two series, heading back west. Best of three series, just like Blatt said in his uh, post game conference. Uh, going back to Cali, huh? Going back to Cali after Game Four, the Warriors won one hundred three to eighty two. Blowout. And we've seen it all in this series. We've seen it all. We've seen two overtime games. We've seen one triple-double. We've seen one comeback. And we've seen one blowout, which is something I didn't think we would see in this series. And that's no, what we saw in game four. Definitely not after the first three games. No. I mean, I didn't see mm. that coming at all, especially when Cleveland got out to such a hot start in game four. Right, right. And even when they oh. gave up the lead. Yeah. In that third quarter, when they made their run and they cut it to about, what was it, six six points, I think it was? It was, it was about the five-minute mark in the third quarter. Six points. You figured that we were going to have ourselves a game, you know, to finish, to, going in, going towards the end of it. You it figured was, it would be a nail-biter, but was, that wasn't the case. It was like a 13-2 run. Man. Right, and Golden yeah. State took care of business on the road for the first time. They looked like the, team the that's old supposed team. To look like. Right, they looked like the, the original Golden State Warriors that we've seen all season long. We saw them on the road for the first time. Yeah, I, one thing, too. I mean, you look at... Even Steph Curry's performance in his finals. Yep. It's been subpar. I mean, for the MVP, mm-hmm. it's been subpar, subpar for the first uh, two and three quarters games. Mm-hmm. He turned it around in the fourth quarter in game three. And then, hey, this could be the turning point of the series right now. Have taken that win on the road. Cleveland had to win all their road, all their home games. They had to. And they dropped that game. I mean, that could be, that could be big right there. Well, I mean, I think they, they could have, they could afford to, kind of rest their guys when they were down it was double Once digits they it was double it was digits, old, it was double right? digits. i mean it was still a, it was still a, a winnable game yeah but blatt said you know what i'm gonna rest lebron gonna rest everybody else i mean that's that's okay in the regular season though i mean you gotta i mean if you're giving up a quarter to give up a game in the in a best of seven series when it's the finals i mean that could come back to bite him hard well then, okay. So what if they what if they decided to go all out in the fourth quarter? No, I mean I don't. Obviously, yeah. it's it's like, one tomato tomato, right? But yeah. still, you look at it and you say, oh, they're gonna pull everybody out. I mean, look at look at Golden State. They're never out of a game. Why should Cleveland ever be out of a game? I don't know. I just think that that home court, they won home court advantage, and then they give it back to Golden State. Golden State's got two games at home. They just win at home. That's all. Which they've done great all year. Well, I don't think Coach Blatt is afraid to keep his guys in there. I think that he just saw the game out of reach. Yeah. You know, it reached a point where he said, you know what? The smart thing to do is to rest my guys instead of putting them on the floor and, and finish out a game that they weren't going to win. Plus, LeBron James was probably a little woozy from hitting that camera like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think um, Cleveland knows how to play in Golden State. Like, game, game really? one, game well, one, yeah. game one could have gone either way. Get, hey, if Shumpert it, if, hits that shot. Or LeBron hits that shot at the end of regulation. There's no overtime. Nope. Game over. They were leading the entire game. Yeah. yeah Golden, Cleveland's, Golden State. Not, Cleveland's not afraid to play there. No. 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 Cleveland's Golden. not afraid to play there, but I I think that Golden State's coming back home with the chip on their shoulder, too. Knowing that that was the fourth game they lost all year at home. 
they're not going to lose two games in a row at home. I don't think they're going to – they have too much pride for that. I think that this is going seven now that I see it like this. But, I mean, Golden State's got the upper hand. Just I mean, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron always bounces back from either a loss or a bad performance. I and mean, that was two things that he has to come back from in game five. Yeah. And he's he doesn't see this as a challenge. No, and I think LeBron's very comfortable playing that – underdog role where he knows everything is on him which i think got a, got lost a little bit in game four well he he dictates how the how the Cavs are going to play exactly if he's off everyone is off right right delhi what does cleveland do in golden state what do you guys think you think you think um coach blatt finally you know decides to play more guys you think he you know switches up the rotation switches up the starting lineup what, what do you think happens well, in game in game uh game five i think lebron finally if you can, if you, I'm gonna, I'm putting up quotation fingers. He finally goes off. He's been going off. No, no, but I'm talking about like, like having. A, he's, he hasn't been shooting well at all. Okay, right. Okay, well, he's shooting 38. percent It's not bad. That's bad. That's bad. 38 percent from the floor. From the field? Yeah. For someone who takes up to almost 30 shots or 20, James 26 shots. I'm saying like in game one, he took 38 shots, but he was 50 percent shooting. But he was 50% shooting, it's right? Game two, though, not yeah, a But you're talking about a guy who's averaging 36 points right now in this, right, but, in this yeah, series. But he's he has never I don't even I don't remember him taking this many shots. And I don't have the stats, but even when he was the man in Cleveland, when he took them, when he took down Detroit and then got no, swept. All seven. I don't remember him taking that many shots and putting mm-hmm. putting their offense on their back like that. Mm-hmm. This is something that he has never done in his career to this magnitude. Well, two things haven't happened in this series that could happen. Both of them could happen on Sunday, or one could happen Sunday, and the other could happen on Tuesday. Well, multiple choice here. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> LeBron hasn't gone off, and neither has the MVP. It could be a duel on Sunday. Ooh, a little 60-point duel? You know what I mean? It could be a duel, like a back and forth, like, That'd you know, anything I can do, I mean, anything you can do, I can do better. That's what we're waiting for. You know, one of those two things could happen on Sunday, and then the other could happen on Tuesday. Yeah. Like, these next two games are pivotal for oh, this yeah. series. Well, yeah, I mean... Definitely. I mean, two games is all the both teams are tied at two. You know, and, and Cleveland hasn't lost back to back all all postseason. Right. Well, they've had a very easy road other than the Celtics. No, that's but. true. But Golden State has lost back to back games. Yeah. How do you guys think Golden State was able to pull pull uh, pull away in that third quarter, third and fourth quarter? Do you think uh, fatigue is starting to set in for the Cavs? Because you be. look at you look at the you know the numbers. Well, we've been texting with Cleveland. The Cleveland starting lineups. And if you look at the numbers in the past three games. They're all playing close to 40 minutes. That's not the case for Golden State. Only Klay Thompson and Steph Curry are really, you know, getting closer to 40 minutes every game and throughout this series. And Steph, I feel, has been getting a good amount of rest in these games. Like, more than I would expect him to be off the floor. So, I mean, I don't, and I want to rephrase that. I don't think it's the Cavs as a whole getting fatigued. I think it's LeBron getting fatigued i think that's what you're looking at in the in well that was one thing that well, blatt mentioned in the postgame conference which surprised me that he would even say that that he would even bring up a team being fatigued you know he talked about that oh they played three games in five days and that his guys are tired it almost looked like he was using it as, as an excuse he learned from the best he learned from lebron you gotta plant the seed of excuse before you fail that's how he does it you gotta plant yeah you know i'm injured you know i don't know how i do it yeah. and then watch he's gonna come out yeah you know i, I can't put the whole team on my back i lost all my stars it plants the seed and just in case he failed, he's got a little scapegoat there. Well, there was a report by, um, what's this dude from uh, ESPN? Windhorse? 
about how I LeBron. You don't like Wynn Horsa. Oh my god! Don't even Le- get but, me started but on he that. Was, he was saying that like. Is it because he's a Cleveland guy? No, it's because he's like you know. Okay, sorry, Joe. No, but go ahead. No, no, but he's you know those like uh, birds that clean alligators' teeth. Yeah, that's what he is to LeBron. <laughs> he, like lives, he, he lives off that. He lives off. He, he's like uh, I, I don't know. Scientists can right. tell me what it. Uh, right. When when Cleveland's in a big series like this, that's when he comes out and he has the big reports and the the lowdown. Right. What, what do you say? Well, like, he was saying it was reported allegedly that LeBron believes that you know Blatt needs to play more guys. Well, yeah, like he, it's, he, it's like he's he gone away with it. That. He hinted yeah. at that in the post game. He's probably. gone away with he's gone away with it for three games. Yeah, and the fourth game he couldn't get away with that. Yeah. But LeBron was gassed. Even LeBron admitted it. He was like, I was gassed. Who do they have to... Yeah, but LeBron's to... always going to be gassed. I feel like when it comes to the minutes, it's it's about the guys around him. That's what I'm saying, though, because it's not it's not about taking LeBron out of the game. It's about playing more guys around LeBron. Here's the J.R. Smith has been irrelevant in the yep, series. That's it. That's what I was just going to say. There's a couple keys to Cleveland actually being able to take this and win two out of three. Well, he's next. It's, it's got to be. He's next. You need J.R. Smith to get hot. And also, you no, need hold to on, take hold on. advantage. Do you, need, do you need that though? What what yeah. what, did, what didn't no? What didn't uh, what did I mention in the in the, in the last either the last episode or the episode before that? All LeBron needs, besides going off for at least forty a game, right, is one other guy to go off in every game. It has to, doesn't have to be the same. Well, guy. exactly. That's my point that, though. Yeah. yeah, every game he needs at least yeah. one guy. You need to go J.R. Off. Smith to go off at least once. Last yeah. game it was uh, Mozgov. That's what I'm saying. The, the game, game before, before that, that Delavadova. There is a distinct place. Jr's next. If you if you look at the teams as a whole, and let's not let's not say we're going to say Cleveland has the best player, right? You're just looking at the lineups. Mm-hmm. There is a distinct spot where Cleveland has the advantage, and that's their bigs, right? Tristan Thompson and Mozgov. Timothy Mozgov and LeBron, the, the, and, the, the and front line. They're yeah. the three best rebounders in the series. No offense to uh, Draymond Green, mm-hmm. right? They're the three best def- rebounders in the series. That's where they should be dominating is down low. Because especially if you're going to have Igudala, Green, and Barnes start, Tristan Thompson and Moskov should be in there off the get-go, getting the touch, a touch every single possession. Well, that's how, this, that's how the game started. Exactly. They started, when they went on their 7-0 run, when Cleveland started the game, and you're like, oh, here we go again. Yep. It was all Moskov, all Thompson. They need to find a way to make that. They need to make Bogut play more. They need to make Bogut come in the game more. Well, I think. The, no, but do you though? Right. I don't think exactly. you need I don't think you do because remember after I game think three, the, I, I think told the way the reason that they, that Golden State was able to counter was because they were finally starting to move the ball and people were, weren't afraid to take shots. I, they were moving the ball a little better in game three, but I feel like Barnes and um, uh, Green they were they were passing passing up. Big shots, like open shots, because no. you know the Cleveland's is challenging those guys. Exactly, no. they want those guys no. to take shots. That 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 was happening, and but you know why that was happening? It's because Cleveland slowed the game exactly. down. Exactly. When they slow the game down, and they're, and they're playing the half court set, they don't know what to do. Exactly. It's that's, like they just take the. It's like one pass and then shoot. That's not how Warriors play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they, they, they were doing like a lot that. of that. That's true. They that's don't what play I, like that. What I but you I, slow I the game said down. it wrong. Not the Warriors don't want to play Bogut. Right, they have this no. Small you don't want to play Bogan. No, you want to stay. You want to stick with Iguodala. Iguodala. The Cavs want to make force Golden State's hand to say we need to we put have Bogan to play out Bogan. there. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. They need because they need to say we need a presence down low. But which is why, which is why you get almost thirty game. points from Moscow. Exactly. Right. And and then you watch, you watch. I think Bogan's going to play a lot more minutes in this in this game five. I, I don't think he. I don't think he will because that slows the Warriors down. Exactly. The Warriors don't. You don't want the Warriors to slow down. I know. You can let let Moscow go off. That's fine. But everybody else. Around the war, around you know everybody else in the Warriors front court, and that's including Lee now. 
Lee is great. That's including Lee now. Imagine you, that. You're throwing in Lee, and even and even Livingston creates matchup issues for the backcourt because of his because of his size. He's six seven, six eight for guard. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna pick between Lee and Bogut to do the pick and roll, I mean, Lee is just your ideal choice because he's Lee, gonna finish that better than Bogut does. Or, or but but Lee Lee's also a great passer, and that's something yeah, that people don't talk about. But defensively, though, defense. you know, defensively, right. no, he sucks. You're right. Exactly. I know, but that's, you, the that's but, where Bogut. But you pick and choose. But you pick and choose where you're gonna put him in. You pick and choose that. That's what Kerr has to figure out. I don't know if there's such thing as as being too deep, you know. There I, is. I know in baseball they say like there's no such thing as too much pitching. I think in basketball there might be if you don't know how to use it. Yeah. Be too deep because you need to you know, be able to, to know, tell. You have to, know, you have to know when you're gonna put exactly. what guys in at what time. And you need to be, you need to have everybody on the bench be cool with it too. Like you need, they need you, to you know had, you had you had Bogut for three straight games starting. Why? Yeah. After after game one, he, should, he shouldn't have been starting anymore. Yeah, but he's your guy, man. I understand. You know, Kerr, Kerr's gonna go with his guys. No, I understand. He had a very good. He's a Western Conference Finals, too. No, I understand that. I understand that. Because after game one, this is before Iguodala, you know, proved himself to be one of the main players in Iguodala, off, man. for the Warriors in the series. Well, that's is, he, is he the Warriors MVP right now? What do you guys think? Uh, Iguodala is the Warriors MVP. Yeah, dude. I he guess is. You'd have he to is. say that. But after game three, I, I texted Sway and I said, you know what the Warriors need to do and for, for game four? Stop starting Bogart. Bogart. Uh, Iguodala. I, I said yogurt or Bogart, whatever it's fucking. <laughs> the, the, the Australian dude. <laughs> Start. You have to start. Igu- you have to start Iguodala. Animal. And you have to have Lee be your be your sixth man because what did he do in ga- what did he do in game in, in game three? Yeah. He got he, off the bench, eleven points, seven rebounds. I wasn't surprised. What could you ask for? I wasn't surprised to see Iguodala in starting lineup. What surprised me was that he he didn't start over Barnes. I think Kerr is really sticking with Barnes here, no matter what. I think because Bur- he want he's waiting for Barnes to have a, a, a good offensive game. Exactly. But you know what else too? It's young legs. You don't, you know, if you if you're gonna if you if you decide to start Iguodala, you're not gonna take out you're not gonna take out Barnes. Iguodala is the guy that's gonna set the pace. You know, uh, Curry is only looking for his shot. He's not looking, and I'm not saying he's not capable of doing it. He's not looking to to create for his teammates. Iguodala is looking to create for himself and his teammates. Right. Every time, every time Cleveland shot, whether they whether it was a make or a miss, they were they were. Running down the court, they were like gazelles running down the court, mm. and 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 Cleveland couldn't keep up with it. In fact, Cleveland played into that. After the seven and zero run to start the first quarter, you know, um, Kerr called an early timeout, and Cleveland, and Cleveland and, and Cleveland and the, and the crowd were feeling themselves. Oh, they were like, "Oh, we got him, we got him." And then and then what did what did Kerr do? Kerr didn't make any changes. All Kerr said, and I think that, um, I'm paraphrasing, he was like, "If they want to play six seven guys, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna tire themselves out, and right. we're gonna make them tire themselves out." Yeah. Not by look. not by trying to not by defending us, but because they're gonna they want to play fast like us, and they can't do that if they're only gonna play six or seven guys. Exactly, and then look, Egudala. I mean, if he is your uh, let's if he's your four, if he's your power forward in this in this small ball lineup, yeah, he gets the rebound. Because Jeremiah Green was the five. He's the five. Mm-hmm. He's more than capable of taking that ball, mm-hmm. and literally, he's probably one of the fastest guys in the NBA of getting down to the other end. Like yeah. we saw on every time he got the rebound, yeah. it seemed like in the in the first half of that game. He was either finding somebody or he was the receiving person yep. on, on, all the way on the other side of the court. And Cleveland, yeah, when the Cavs missed missed a shot, they were they were out. Their fast break was was killing uh, killing Cleveland, which is what happens when a team is fatigued, right? And correct. And which that, is that's a, that's one correct. of the biggest signs of Cleveland being tired because they couldn't keep up with the fast break. And but, that but they, game, but their really, mistake was I'm sorry to cut you out. Their mistake was yeah, what the fuck? yeah <laughs> but their mistake was that's n- twice not. See, now you made me forget what I was going to say. Go ahead. No, no man. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I forgot what I was going to say. You, you, you made me forget what I was going to say. Go, you what, pissed what, them off. What were you going to say? I'm just thinking about yogurt over here. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. What I was saying was the Warriors showed 
versatility in game four. They're not just a jump shooting team anymore. I, which, no, which but that was their strength. No, but they've always been a jump shooting team. Well, I know, but in game four, they showed okay. You can be a jump shooting team as long as you share the ball. Well, what kind of team is Cleveland right now? Because I've seen like two or three different identities. They're an Eastern Cleveland Conference game. team, man. Cleveland. They're an Eastern Conference. No, Cleveland. Cleveland is, team. Cleveland is a defensive team, a big team with one or two options for offense. Right, yeah, your one option is always going to be LeBron, and your second one could be anybody. One pick, pick, pick one, and we've seen it so far. Right, but that's what I'm saying with with the Warriors. But it's clear what the what the Cleveland is. What are the Warriors? The Warriors are at their soul, at their at the heart of the Warriors. It's they are lights out jump shooting. We know that jump shots can fall, or they can just stop right. falling. And what they're trying to prove is that they're a they're, team that they can be the first championship team. To win off of that style. Right. But, I mean, they showed in game four that they're not just a jump shooting team, I think. Because they showed, okay, we've struggled in this series as a whole up to this point with our jump shots. Steph hasn't got hot. Klay Thompson has shown some flashes. But other than mm. that, I mean, they haven't had those games where you're like, man, that's they can't miss. Right. Last game, they were able to just dominate the pace of play. Yeah, there was pushed, the pace. The it, pace it just, was number one. They kept right. going and going and attacking, and they were attacking the rim too, yeah. which is something. The pick and roll, man. Right, it's the pick and roll. I'm telling you. Yeah. With between Lee and and Iguodala, and if it's not there, they're moving that ball around. When they're, they're moving the ball the way they were moving it in Game Four, any team's going to get tired, especially Cleveland. And one other thing they have ahead of a team that plays six, seven guys. Yeah, one, and that's exactly what I was just going to say. The thing that Golden State has above Cleveland, first and foremost, is anybody. That is in the game can go off for 25, 30 points. Anybody on Golden State has that ability. All right. Well, throughout this series, Cleveland's had two unsung heroes, and I think it's pretty obvious who they were. All right. You had uh, Della Vadova in game three, 20 points. Della. Huge, huge play towards the, uh, at the end of the fourth when, when Golden State made their comeback and it was a one point game, loose ball, you know, made all the right plays, all the rah rah plays, you know, uh, city favorite or whatever you want to call him. Great game for him, right? Game four. Their other unsung hero, Timothy Mozgov, almost hits 30 points. All right, so those are those are two guys who helped LeBron. They were they were both that second scoring option that Joel was talking about. I mean, and Mozgov hasn't done anything offensively all playoffs. It seemed like right. It seems like that, but but if you look at the numbers, I mean, you got he's averaging 17 points, eight rebounds, and a block and a half a game, right? So with these two guys, and you got. J.R. Smith, who we're still waiting for him to give us, you know, a, a 15, 18-point game. What are the chances that all three of these guys can can come together and, and put a win in game five? Because if you get all those three guys to commit offensively, and if they're all feeling it, Golden State might be in trouble. LeBron is good for one game on his own out of these last three. The question you just asked is going to say who wins the series. Because if So Cleveland, you don't think all those guys can go off? You're saying it's just LeBron? No, I think LeBron is going LeBron is good enough. Well, yeah, to that's say, a lock, right? He, that's he's gonna, gonna get one game, right? That's exactly right though. If they can get a team effort with on the same night you get JR shooting threes, you get Mozgov playing down low, not putting up thirty points. He's not gonna do that that's again. It's not gonna happen again, right? But I mean if they can play and they can keep up with the Warriors, it's gonna have to be in Golden State. Because I think when he when LeBron comes back to Cleveland He's probably going to – I think that's the duel that Joel was talking about. I think that's what we're going to find there. But, yeah. I mean, do Unsung Heroes, do they sing twice? Is yeah, that just one know. game from both of them? I mean – No, but, I mean, LeBron LeBron has to has – to, the difference in, in game four was he only scored 20 points. He's been averaging 40 before, before game four. Yeah, but he has to score 40 every game? Yeah. 
He does. He does. And so speaking who, of that, we had a, a. He does. I mean, and then you just need another. And then you just need another. I mean, it's easier said than, than done. But you need a, just another twenty points score. That's it. You just need. That's it. That's all you need for. But Clinton. is it going to be one of those guys, or we're we looking for J.R. Smith? I don't. I don't think J.R. Smith is going to be that guy. To be honest. Well, if it's not him, then I think they're in big trouble because well, if it's not Blatt, him, Blatt has it's to, not going to be Iman Shumper. Blatt has to, Blatt has to, you know, go a little bit deeper into his bench. One or two more guys. Yeah, but they got nobody there. Who, who do they have? You know, that's the thing. Like, who I'm are you going to get? I mean, you guys to? are going to laugh at me, but I've been saying it, yo. Mike Miller. Mike Miller did it. He's done it before. Sean Marion. I mean, I, I think. Okay, let's be real though. Mike Miller may give you a few three pointers. But that's all you that's need. Yeah, that's all you need. Uh, yeah, him. if he comes off the bench and he gives you like a that's 9-0 you run where he just hits him. Yeah. When Miami, when Miami won their first title, he didn't play all postseason. He comes in one game, makes seven threes. They win the title. Yeah. No, I mean, I I don't think Mike Miller's got anything left in the tank. I think that's what the problem is: is that they stocked up on a lot of veterans. Like they, I don't know. You got what? Sean Marion. You got hell. James Jones will go off. Brent, hey, James. I don't know. I, hey, there's, saying, there's a bunch of crap saying, on that. I'm just bench. saying. I'm just saying. Like when, if it happens though, Joel, it would have to be something that is unforeseen. It's unfor. That's what I'm talking. You know what about. I mean? That's what, that's ha- what I'm saying. So, like, so if Cleveland's banking on James Jones, I'm not. Going I'm not saying. I'm not, yeah, I'm just. I'm not saying. But I'm not saying. I'm not saying. saying like like oh, you know, J.R. Smith is definitely gonna go off and again and, and no, but they, he's their best chance. Yeah. Let's be real. J.R. Smith is I'd their best chance to go off. That's sad though. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, mean, right. I mean, if you're waiting on Mike Miller to come back and be like. I'm not waiting on it. I'm just saying that that's, a, that's an option that Black could go. It is. But if I was Black, I would. I, I would you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, your safe bet is J.R. Smith is because he's a, he's a proven shooter, right? Shooters don't. They don't miss a whole series. They don't go like, ice cold for an entire series, right? Well, he's, he's, he did. He's hot and cold. That's, yeah. that's the way I mean, J.R. Smith was, has always been. He was. But he has been hot at all in this whole series. This I know. Series, but but he has. He's chucking up stupid shots, to be honest. Like, you know, you know, it's not like... And remember in game one when he just decided to foul Curry at, like, yeah. the worst times, yeah. just keeping him in the game? It's crazy. He does have a nice hoverboard he came in on, though. Remember that? Did you see that? That was stupid. I thought it was cool. Nah, I thought it was cool. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll agree just, to disagree on, on J.R. Smith's me. hoverboard. I guess we can let that go. <laughs> we can sit there all day. What do you guys think about LeBron? Uh, his. Uh... What do I think about LeBron? No, what do you guys think about his... Uh... You didn't let me finish the sentence. <laughs> I don't, I don't know See, exactly. He keeps interrupting anything, but go ahead. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know exactly what to call it. I, I want to call it. I don't know, man. Call me crazy, but I think it was half a half a not a flop, but it was an exaggeration that got him to hit that camera. Come on, think about it. His whole all right, his entire momentum is towards the hoop. He gets fouled, which was a clean foul. It was, it was a foul, you know. Obviously, he fouled him on purpose, and then he does like a back spin, almost like a three sixty spin backwards into the camera. Why? Who? Who falls like that? Now, I'm pretty sure that uh, LeBron James is a professional athlete and can probably control his balance a little better than he right. showed at that. I don't, I'm not calling that, it a flop. I'm calling it an exaggeration. Yes. It's something that he's been doing for years. He saw the key. And he, that's what happens when, you, you know, when it's been, you're so used to doing it that you're not expecting to hit a camera. I don't want to talk about it, man. At that I, time. It makes me physically that's, angry that's a, thinking about a, it. I, I got nothing on that. Well, you don't, you don't think that's something there? I just, I just think people are just looking too much into it because it's LeBron. Well, yeah, but I mean, well, no, at the, the reason, same time, at the, the reason they're talking about sitting on the bench, acting like he he just gave birth, he's right? Like, uh, you know, like he's what? laying on the floor, like yeah. I mean, to, to each his own when it comes to how you feel about LeBron. If you don't like LeBron, then you're gonna think he did it on purpose. If you're a LeBron fan, then well, I don't think he meant to hit the camera on purpose. I'm just saying that, like, that's, what, that's, that's what's out there. You, no, you that's it. ridiculous. People are saying people, that, like, people think that that's ridiculous. All right, yeah. let's ask the question everyone's thinking: Did he show his junk on purpose? <laughs> that I don't know. 
I don't you know. You know what? Maybe that's how he normally puts his shorts in. It's just the camera just happened to be there. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's how. Maybe that's how he puts his jersey on, or or like tucks his jersey in. He, he puts his he pulls his uh, pants just down just a little bit, and then the camera's like, "Oh, I wonder what's gonna happen here." Do you think there's ever been someone like LeBron? This like, you either hate LeBron. Or you love LeBron. Yeah. There's no in between. Uh, I'm kind Kobe. No, I, I don't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit. You know, I I, I shouldn't admit it, but I'm gonna admit. I'm kind of in that middle, as of, you know, from the last three. Years. Oh yeah, Joe's a Joe's a Cavs fan now. I'm not a Cavs. That's what happens since you left. Now let's put let's ah, let's let's missed let, a lot. Let me clear. Let me let me clear it up. If you're asking me, on my you know basketball opinion, not that I, not that I'm you know, I'm not a. I'm not a professional analyst. Let's be real. Yeah, you are. <laughs> hey, Charles always says it, man. None of those guys are, are, are uh, experts, you know. So, oh, well, I never said I was an expert, but you know, because people say like, "Oh, you know, you're an expert." Well, opinion. they think all on your on are your experts. opinion because people, you That's know, what he meant by it. I get asked all the time. I don't have a horse in a race. Yep. I, I really could care less who wins, to be honest. But if you want to ask me who I think is going to win, I'm going to go with LeBron. And I think, and I said that even before Kyrie went down, I I still think Cleveland's going to win seven games. I'm going to stick with my original. Uh, prediction good you well know. regardless of how you feel about lebron all right if you're looking at both teams like who which which team is better here golden state golden or state's the better golden, golden, state's the better golden state's right? a better team no one's disputing that but LeBron's we're talking about better player but with Le- but lebron is still the best player in the league all right well let me ask you this though if we're talking about the mark the, the difference right of of which team is more talented how large of a margin have have we seen two teams go at it in the past five years in the nba finals this this large in no, terms of so like then, talent pure talent there's a ton of talent after, if we're talking about the best players in the series, after LeBron, there's probably about what four or five wars after him. If you're uh, talking about the best players in this, okay, in this let's series. run it down. LeBron. That's how deep of a of a margin. So it is. far in this series, after LeBron is Iguodala. Who's after Iguodala? Curry. Is who's it? after Curry? Is Thompson. It Curry? Yes. Let's, who's who's it? Moscow. Just say the best. Is it Moscow? No, I'm just saying though. Is yeah. it is it Curry? Yeah. Well, uh, I guess you can say how they played the series, but if you're looking at talent alone in the basketball in a no, we're not. Of we're, the not season, we're talking about matchup. We're talking about how it's been so far. No, I'm talking about the best players in this in series. The, yeah. So, right. but, okay, I'm out on this. Coming in, that's what I'm saying. Coming in, <laughs> coming into the series, then it would be LeBron and then Curry, right? So then, who I'm else? saying after Anybody, it's a toss up of three, four. It's a toss up after that. All right, I'm just gonna say you this. don't think it's all Warriors players though. Like who's, I think it is. It it is. It's I mean, all Jay, Warriors players. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. But you know, but that, that's my point. If you look at pa- the past finals, but I don't. But you're talking about on paper though. No, I'm talking about performance wise in this series right now. My point is the talent level that Golden State has is is much higher than Cleveland. So okay. that's why I think they're gonna beat them. But I mean, a, but yeah, they have the best player. They should again but, on paper. They should beat the the uh, the, the Cavaliers. They should do it. Which is why I thought they, they would. Should. That's why they I'm would saying, beat them in five. They should, I'm saying, they I think should win. They should do it. You said five. I don't know. Maybe I said sweep. No, five. you said you said sweep or five. I think yeah, you said five. Yeah, you did. I think it was five. five. I said LeBron's going to get one game. He said sweep or five. and this is before Kyrie, uh, Curry, um, Kyrie went went down. Exactly. But if Kyrie's in the series, it would have been a sweep. I'm just joking. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, you have to put you have to put into into you have to think about how many how much experience people have in this in in, in the finals and and no one on the Warriors besides. Kerr has experience in the finals, and I I don't think if again if you ask me my personal opinion, I don't think the Warriors were battle tested in this in this postseason. This is their this is their test right here. If they if they they do it and they complete it, then they're the best, hands down. We shall see. All right, last episode of the NBA Finals, guys. Real quick, you guys sticking sticking with your predictions? Well, you can't because well, you I said well, the game, so now you say you say seven. I think it's gonna go seven. Yeah. Joel's Cleveland I, seven. 
I say I'm still sticking with Cleveland seven, but you asked me who's going to win Game Five tonight, and um, I say Cleveland. Cleveland wins tonight. In Golden tonight. State. In Golden State. I'm going to go with uh, the Golden State tonight. Going Golden State. I think it's going to go home. I think it's going to go Golden State, Cleveland, Golden State. I think State, I think LeBron. Tonight. I think LeBron again. He's gonna he's gonna have a ridiculous night. He's gonna go nuts, shooting wise. What is it that he he has to fear in Golden State? He he could have won there twice. He won there once, but he could have done it twice. All right, guys. I'm sticking my prediction. Golden State in six. I think Golden State wins the next two. Boom. My prediction. You guys already know. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. What else I forget, Joel? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Check out our past episodes. Yeah, where you're listening to us right now. <laughs> yeah, right. But we always say it. Though. We still got to say true. it. Sometimes it's just a link that people <laughs> yeah, click there on. There you go. <laughs> you got to go check out, check out our other episodes. All right, guys. Thank you for checking us out. Enjoy the game tonight. Oh, and, and uh, we'll and, see and, who wins. Hold on. But real, but real quick, in, in, case, in case you missed it, you know, when LeBron was asked... If this is his biggest challenge, you know what he's, you know how, what he replied when he said if this was his biggest challenge? Me off to hear this. Biggest challenge of my career was being down 3-2 going into Boston. That's probably the biggest challenge of my career. Boston. Game five in Golden State is not that big when it, when it comes to going into Boston and you lose multiple times in that arena. You, and the franchise that I was with at the time had never won a playoff game in Boston. Miami's pissed about that, by the way. That's pretty challenging. So, I've been through a little bit. Oh, my, have you, LeBron, huh? Pretty cool career. Hey, at least he's giving props to Boston. <laughs> Thank you. Man. I'm just joking. Don't joke like that. <sighs> Dude. I, I could wear my LeBron as a bitch shirt if he comes to the Celtics. I mean, if he came, obviously, I'm a, we know, would all we'd be, have to support the Celtics, right? We would right? be the happiest people in the world if LeBron came. And I'm the biggest LeBron hater. But it's never happening. No. Peace. Check out Game 5 tonight on ABC. Earlier start time, 8 p.m., do a promotion for ABC like I work for them, but the classic <laughs> continues though. American classic Broadcasting series. Company. <laughs> <laughs>